right, so uh, this week's guest segment is obviously John and I, nothing new. And then we have the Flock fans page uh, from Instagram. He is a Trace McSorley fan club. <laughs> uh, no, no. Kidding. he's going to give you all your Ravens updates and your mock drafts and whatever you want to see from this guy. So uh, go follow him if you want to. And if you don't want to, you should go follow him anyways, just to be a good guy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so we're going to do some uh, Ravens offseason talk and, you know, a little bit of crap and all over their coaching staff. And you're going to hear me talk about a little about how people say this quarterback has no weapons. This quarterback has no weapons. Lamar has literally no weapons. Um, and so without much more introduction on that, uh, I'm going to ask you about your big free agents. To me, your three biggest free agents this year are uh, Matt Judon, Yannick Ngakwe, and Willie Sneed. So my list is I would let Judon leave and I would keep Ngakwe at all costs. You have a young, mm-hmm. very, very talented defensive lineman. You got to keep that. And then Willie Sneed, I, I think, still as a second or third option, you got to keep him. So, what are your thoughts? So, in my opinion, Judon, I don't know if you saw reports, he's asking for somewhere around $20 million. Now, he claims that's not what he's asked for, but in the past, we've seen him go to the front office and just bullshit all over social media. So, him, I, got, I, don't, I don't believe a word he's saying on social media. We know he wants that money. We couldn't get a deal last year. Franchise tagged him last year, right. you know. Same stuff this year. Yannick, he's 26. Obviously, if it's Judon or him, you know who it comes down to. Yannick yeah. did have a very limited role this year, which I did not like personally. But mm-hmm. Harbaugh, EDC, they all said in their interviews, he's, he stays. He's going to get an expanded role, you know. So, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm hoping we keep Yannick, we keep Yannick at all costs. Willie Sneed, I love Willie Sneed. He shows up in the big games. You know, I think he had he had a he had a very good game against the Patriots. Um, yeah, I think he had a, yeah. he did pretty good. And um, but I don't know. At the end of the day, we don't see the Ravens pass the ball a lot. We got a guy like Duvernay who could take over in the slot too. So at the end of the day, it's really just do we keep Willie Sneed or do we let Devin Duvernay do this? Not all that much. Not seeing too many guys get too many opportunities. And if it comes down to between Duvernay and Sneed, I'm picking Duvernay. But yeah, I, it's, uh, I hope we keep him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, especially on the Yannick front, um, he's a young guy. When you when you've got a young guy like that, and you're choosing between a player who supposedly, sure he hasn't said it, is asking for a good chunk of money. Yeah, I would go with your young guy. Your young guy has a ceiling. You know, we talk about it with Tua. This season, he hasn't, you know, he didn't play the best rookie season of anybody. He played mediocre football, but he has room to grow. He has room, like, their draft picks are great this year. So there's room to grow. And that's how I feel with Yannick Ngakwe. I think there's room to grow, get him into the system, fit him in different places, and you could have a great defensive lineman on your hands. Right, right. And I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's as much about the room to grow like he hasn't hit his ceiling yet. I think it's – honestly, in my opinion, it comes much more down to just the scheming. Uh, that Ravens defense was great, but guys like Patrick Queen were schemed wrong the entire season. So they crapped all over that guy's skill set <laughs> this entire year. Um, and and the same can be said about some of those guys up front. Now, your, your back end uh, – no, no pun intended there, but uh, <laughs> your your bad the back end of your uh, defense was very good. I hate watching Marcus Peters play football because it's either an interception or he gets blown past. But 
you hate watching watch football. Imagine what nineteen yeah. weeks of either the ball's going in his hands or the receiver's hands. It's yeah. <laughs> what's the worst? Well, at least it's not Kevin King, who uh, I'm a big Packers fan, so he's uh, even oh, uh, you did the the um I watched the episode you did with the guy who ran the division page. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry that that had the happen. Yeah, man, that was tough. Uh, for those of you Packers fans, and and I'm sure John and I talked about this uh, in our previous episode, but uh, for all these Packers fans that are out there saying we got we got screwed by the refs, oh, oh we got screwed by the refs. Like, yeah, the refs are one sided, but like you you blew it. <laughs> uh, mm. And then moving on with this. Um, yeah, Yannick Ngakwe, in my opinion, has already solidified himself as a future star in the league. And Willie Sneed, again, depends on how much he's asking for, because I think Duvernay is probably the, the better receiver at this point. Uh, moving on to coaches. Um, oh, my goodness. I remember you you said you wanted to rip into them, so I'm here to listen to you rip into them. Yeah. The, the two worst coordinators in football right now are uh, Mike Pettin, the defensive coordinator for the Packers, and Greg Roman, the defensive or the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. Uh, you saw it last year in the playoffs, throwing with Lamar Jackson 60 times, 40 of which were in the pocket. Um, that's stuff that, like, you should be arrested for crimes against humanity for that <laughs> stuff. And then Hart, Harbaugh to allow that to happen. Like, look at the pair on, on John Harbaugh just throwing <laughs> Lamar out there. And it's like, <laughs> you have no wide receivers. You have no weapons. Your best wide receiver is actually a tight end. Oh, by the way, you have Mark Ingram who's walking on one leg. And you can talk about J.K. Dobbins all you want. I thought the guy was good. But he's not at this point. He can't get 25 carries a game right now. That's not his thing. I thought he was very impressive this year. But no way. And people talk about – and here's the other thing. Shame on you NFL fans who think John Harbaugh is making something out of nothing. He's literally ruining Lamar Jackson's career before our mm-hmm. eyes. I don't want to hear any of this Lamar can't get it done in the playoffs, Lamar playoffs this, Lamar playoffs that. Like, oh, please miss me with that. If, I, like, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm furious. I'm furious. And that's it's, – it's terrible. And, and now, now your thoughts on, and, on Harbaugh and Roman specifically. I thank God. Because I've never met another man that I've agreed with more on this topic. <laughs> My entire life, I've talked about this Raven said it's everything. John Harbaugh, oh, I can't say his name, sorry. Um, when he first came in, I watched this documentary about the 2012 Super Bowl season. They had an open mic policy. They weren't afraid to say, put anything out, out on the table. Now I feel like you look at the team, they're all scared to say something. I feel like they're all too buddy-buddy. Yep. And there's no grit and grind in that team in the locker room or something like that. I feel like it's all good fun but at the end of the day i felt like there was no great and grind i feel like, like too scared to call someone out and tell them what's going on because i i don't know i just don't understand what's going on but you also said you agree that john is making nothing out of something and it was i agree with you on that topic because he's not we saw when flacco in that 2018 season well we were we were like i know we were not doing very well i didn't look, i think we were Oh, you guys were hot garbage. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're terrible. And then Lamar comes in, and we just start doing good, and that's John. Yeah. That's jo- the, the reason we're doing good is John. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that on that end. Right. Yeah, as a avid Michigan fan, I am not a fan of the Harbaugh's. I, um, Jim, John, Jerry, their third brother, who coaches <laughs> a high school. You know what I mean? Like, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Like, come on. Like, you're the head coach so that when the offensive coordinator, when his brain is made out of mashed potatoes on the field, you you got to be there to be like, okay, switch it up. We're going to actually play to Lamar's strengths and what our offense is built for. Not let's make the most obvious play calls so that the defense can go out there and call the plays for us. Like, right, come on. Right, Everyone's right, wondering, right, right, like, right. oh, they're calling the plays from the um, line. It's like, yeah, because you've been calling it for the past 30 minutes of the game. Like, I don't know. You guys watch the Kurt Warner uh, offensive breakdown against the Titans. The routes, yeah. not complicated. <laughs> play schemes, the passing don't seem very difficult. Now, I do want to say this about Greg Roman. The run game with Greg Roman would not be the same if you take him out. I don't want to fire Greg Roman. I want to keep him, but he should not be in charge of this passing game one bit. Yeah, I think it all comes – I think we have to – I think this offseason, you, you give Roman the chance to work on his pass game. And if I, – I, I just couldn't imagine being a Ravens fan and going in and just watching your offensive coordinator screw it up time and time again. Yeah. Right, and and a little a little kind of sidebar off that is, uh, people praise Jim Harbaugh for his offensive knowing. Uh, okay. And so wait, are we talking John Jim or Harbaugh. John? Sorry, 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 John. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, sorry, Jim Harbaugh, I'm about to lose it. Uh, yep. People people praise John for how much he can do this on offense, and look at what he's done with this roster, and. First of all, you can't win in the playoffs, so I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. And for those who do the Packers can't win in the playoffs, I know <laughs> you can't win in the playoffs. I understand. It's like a proven fact. <laughs> but like you, you can't even that team can't even get to a championship game, let alone a Super Bowl. Mm. And they would have. You think the Bills got crushed? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, and 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 my thing with that is I don't think it's really on the players. Like, yeah, you need a wide receiver. You need an Allen Robinson. You need a Chris Godwin. You need a Will Fuller. You need someone like that. Marquise Brown needs to play in the slot. That's just how that has to happen. Um, but people praise John Harbaugh as if he's some offensive guru and then say – and then they come back and they, they back up what they say and they say – this guy's just a defensive coach. This, this isn't his fault. And so defensive coaches in the NFL right now, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, who did a lot of offensive play calling this year, and Brian Flores. And I'll be damned if you can find me another head coach that is responsible for most of the defensive play calling. So mm-hmm. the, these, these analysts, as we like to call them, <clears throat> Dan Orlovsky, um, you – have to make up your mind. Is Harbaugh the offensive guy or is he the defensive guy? And there's got to be less backtracking and reversing what you say about a guy that has proven he literally just cannot do it. <laughs> one yeah. thing I want to point is I agree with you completely. And, and one thing is, is that you, you see a lot of talent on this Ravens defense year after year, right? Mm-hmm. They spend money on this defense. They don't spend anything on the offense. And well, I, I like to think that you know, the players aren't a product of the system. The system is a product of the players. Right. You right, right. There are very I'm few. I'm trying to uh, depuzzle that right there. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I got it. Yeah. There are very few systems in the NFL in which um, the players are the product of the systems. And I believe those only systems are the Rams, 
Um, the 49ers, we will see with Matt LaFleur. I love the guy, but man, you had your head wedged so far up mm. your ass Sunday afternoon. And then um, I think Kansas City is another system. They were very good before Patrick Mahomes. So I think that's another system where the players what? are definitely made the by the goat. <laughs> are you kidding me? The goat they were good we... before Jesus Christ started playing Super Bowl yeah. for them, or started playing quarterback oh for them. Yeah, yeah oh. and then uh, targets that you want. We already kind of went over Lamar and that whole thing with people thinking that he can't play, even though it's really the dude has absolutely nothing, um, and still had a very good statistical season. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. His stats were still very good. Uh, if you look at compared to other quarterbacks and especially compared to the weapons that he had, I don't want to hear any Baker Mayfield's better than Lamar Jackson. Cool. <laughs> I that one if I hear that one time, I might get up, just walk out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then here's my, my biggest needs for this Raven team is a pass rusher. You need another pass rusher. Um, the defense was great. You very much so struggled with pass rushing. Uh, the the loss of Zadarius Smith, who by the way left you and then decided to be a top five pass rusher in the NFL. Hey, hey. <laughs> you, guys are in, you guys are enjoying it. That's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm missing- <laughs> um, I don't know what happened there, but he literally left you guys and then decided to go like crazy. Um, yeah. You you really do need I I believe another pass rusher. I wouldn't sign a guy like JJ Watt. I would not <laughs> because. The only teams that I think should sign a guy like JJ right now are teams that are trying to make a like a fringe Super Bowl run. Like the Packers window is closing, another pass rusher might put that defense over the top. The Seahawks, a team like that that's just so close, yeah. but also their time is running out. The Ravens have plenty of time. Their window is huge. You have ten years yeah. to win a Super Bowl right now, unless some freak injury happens. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and then. My my biggest needs for you, though, is obviously wide receiver. And at the top of that list, people are going to hate me. I think that Chris Godwin right now would fit that offensive system better than Allen Robinson would. Um, just because Lamar Jackson is great, he does struggle with throws to the sidelines. And that's so much of what Allen Robinson does, is those, yeah. those little out routes, those fade routes. So just because of that, I think Chris Godwin would be my number one option going into free agency. He would also probably be a little bit cheaper than Allen Robinson. And then Allen Robinson and then Will Fuller, who is really just a, a combination of, of both receivers. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on what you need in the offseason? Um, like, uh, one thing you didn't bring up was linemen, offensive linemen. And I have yeah. to say, yeah. if you watch the games, God, if you watch even – I know PFF isn't really, you know, it's iffy, but if you look yeah. at the PFF grades, God, they're terrible. Like the right tackle we drafted, Tyree Phillips, he's been terrible this season. I understand it's his yeah. rookie yeah. year. Yet picked in, I believe you're taking in like the third round. You picked in the third round. You got to perform. There's no question yeah. about it. And uh, you know we lost Yanda. Yanda was a big loss, and that sucks. We lost him not this year, last year, but we have him. I think we can go farther. But the offensive line just not shaping up like it used to. Uh, the run game looked pretty good, but obviously the injured Ronnie Stanley shifted the whole entire offensive line down. But I think we need some interior offensive line work. As you right. said, we need a pass, but. I think we hit the draft for the pass rusher. I don't think we hit Brazier. Yeah, I think we hit the draft. I think we re-signed Yannick. Yeah, I agree. We hit, the, we, we hit that in the draft. And then, yeah. as for, like you said, Chris Godwin, I completely agree. I love Chris, God, uh, love Chris Godwin. Allen Robinson, I'm a big fan, but as you said, I can't really see him here. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I feel on that. And, be- and before I let John give us give us his take on on what the Ravens need in the offseason, I-, I do think it is it is an interesting uh, point to point out the idea of Hollywood Brown playing in the slot with with Duvernay more out wide. I think that's a guy that would flourish in that role. And then John, uh, go ahead. Yeah, um, I feel like the offensive line right now should just be a side thing you're working on. I don't think it should be your main point of interest right now with so many of the spots you're kind of lacking in. Um, I think you should be looking at receivers, pass rusher, pass rushers, um, and then think about your offensive line. I'm not saying forget it the entire free agency, mm-hmm. but you know, don't go out giving away all of your players so you can sign a Quinton Nelson. You know what I mean? Not saying right, he's going right, anywhere, right. but you know what I mean. Remember, yeah. I did. I wouldn't argue with you because you are a little scary. You know, you're pretty big and all. Oh, we had a touchdown on one play. But Tyree Phillips was just lost. J.K. Dobbins came in, went for a cut block, missed. If there's a block there, it's a touchdown. Hell, we might be in the Super Bowl right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Against Patrick Mahomes? We'd, we'd be in the AFC Championship. Yeah. Hey, I'd right. take that. But, um, right. Justin Tucker misses two field goal sets besides the point. Um, if there's a block on that player, I don't remember who it was, but, you know, he got to Lamar, that pick six never happens. Right. You, uh, yeah. you want Packers, Packers left tackle sensation Billy Turner because – uh, I I think the Packers might actually pay you to take Billy Turner from them. That, hey, look, that's how bad that dude is right now. <laughs> how about we we'll, we'll pay you to keep him? All right. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also uh, wait. Can I just add something real quick? Go ahead. I also think with the offensive line, you could definitely hit the late rounds of the draft. Uh, Patriots grabbed um, Unwenu. I think that's how you say his name. I'm sorry if I misspoke. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, from Michigan and he's been playing out of his mind. He's, you know, he's a great offensive lineman and it wasn't like he was a first round draft pick. He wasn't worth a, even a second round draft pick. We use those on Kyle Duggar. Yeah. Good job team. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Division two sensation. Offensive line is also, and I'm a little bit spoiled as a Packers fan. We have one of the best offensive line developments. I mean, the last, 15 years, nothing but elite offensive line production. Um, however, throughout the league, that does seem to be an easy position to develop. Um, for, for sure, you get guys who come in year one and they suck. Man, do they suck. And they, they get better as they go on. It's definitely a, a position that I find, especially at tackle, especially at tackle. Yeah. It's a position that now, it is easy to improve upon. I'll say this. I'm not worried about the tackle position. We got Ronnie Stanley and Orlando Brown on that. When Ronnie's back, we'll be fine. I'm worried about the inside. I saw, I mean, Lamar got injured because we didn't know how to snap a ball. I'm sure you watched some <laughs> of the prior. Snapping a ball is one of our offensive issues. Like, that, as much as I hate to say, that shouldn't be a thing. And I don't want to pick a center as much as I want to pick a guard. I got my eye on Wyatt Davis. I love Wyatt Davis from, uh, I believe, yeah. Mr. Or he, yeah, it's yeah. something the red yeah. colors. I don't watch most college football. <laughs> yeah, it's relatively uh, easy to turn a guard into a center. So yeah, I totally agree because guards are guards f- thrive in that on top of a guard play, whereas centers, right. you know, I you know centers you're kind of 
playing off both guards, making sure everyone's blocked. Don't get me wrong. There's always the Aaron Donald on top of you every once in a while, but you're not always playing against a nose tackle. Right. And then my last question for you before we wrap up, um, how does it feel knowing that the public's um, representation of a, of a Ravens fan is we hooping? How does that make you feel as a Ravens fan to know that when people think Ravens fan, they think it's going to be a good game. Like They think we're walking like this, talking around. Yeah. I'm like, I, you know what? I didn't even know who that was till like a week ago. <laughs> And when I found, I saw lucky Michael, you. Yeah, I was I was very I was a very lucky person to find out that he wasn't alive for like a week. Yeah. And dude, I don't know if he makes those videos seriously or whatever, but God, I just don't. I, I don't like him. I don't like him. I'll say that. Yeah. He, Lamar th- Jackson's the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, he thrives off of people being like you're stupid and then you know that's how he gets his popularity he just angers that's how, people that's how wait what <laughs> me yeah. making tom brady memes from the instagram <laughs> what i thrive off people it's getting like, pissed at me yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. really yeah, yeah it's that's, like it's like listening to like oh go ahead yeah that's how tiktok works. you see yeah. like ever even on like instagram pages or like anything people thrive off controversy but he's just it's not even controversy it's just idiotic stupid it's just idiocy all right man it's like listening wait can i just yeah it's like listening to local rate sports radio it's like oh we're gonna say something absolutely heinous so that you know the 50 year old men on their ride home can call in to call us morons and then we cha-ching cha-ching yeah um, i wouldn't as much if he didn't do every video with his head yeah It's going to be a good game. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for coming on again. That is Flock. I think it's Flock Fans is the at. Um, yeah, we, we loved having this guy on, and he will for sure be on again. Uh, he said that I was the easiest person to agree with. I mean, what could be better than that? I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, let's not go too far. You haven't, you haven't talked to him for too long. Uh, and yeah. we will see you guys next week. Thank you.